people, it is Dave, it is Duncan, back for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from German alt-rock three-piece, <laughs> Liotta Soul. I was close, I had France in my head, so, okay. right, so I, I wasn't, I wasn't far that away. far away, just a border between them. <laughs> uh, the band's new album, Worse, will be released on November 25th via Crod Records. What a name. Yeah, um, this is album number two from Leota Soul, which uh, was produced by Daniel Young at Lindbergh Studios. Um, although originally hailing from Koblenz, Germany, I think that's pronunciation, not sure, uh, this three-piece led by their multi-talented frontman Sven Intvin have a nostalgic international sound that crosses borders and boundaries effortlessly. <laughs> Maybe into France, France? Yeah. <laughs> well they better watch what they were doing because the last time they crossed borders into France things got a bit hairy if you know what I mean so uh, when people say they don't make them like that anymore <laughs> they haven't heard this lot the record is called Worse for two reasons explains Intvin one because one of the main topics covered on the record is deterioration both mental and physical mm-hmm. and two if someone was talking about the record they might say, Leota Soul are getting worse, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Which would make it a neat double entendre. <laughs> that kind of gallows humour is threaded tightly through this record and indeed all through all of the band's output. Honest, re- revelatory, uh, relatable subject matter delivered with a light-hearted, knowing grin. It's about finding humour in the worst aspects of life, says Infine. And that's been a coping mechanism I've been relying on for many years. We're really excited to see how people react to these tracks because we feel they are the best, the far, by far the best songs we've written and also the best we have performed as musicians on a record so far. So, Duncan, um, I, I picked this album for a couple of reasons. Um, firstly, One of them is Duncan's going to like this, which I get the feeling you maybe that's where it started. <laughs> Was it by any chance? Kind, kinda. It was kind of like, but like recently we've done a lot of like really kind of dark and heavy albums. Like <laughs> Have we? a lot of sludge, a lot of post metal. Um, so initially I was like, I listened to one of the singles. I was like, this is a little bit more upbeat. This might be a nice, a nice, nice change of pace. Um, and secondly, I thought this sounds like it could be a Duncan album. <laughs> so into the pile it went, and um, was I correct? Was it a Duncan album? I hate to be predictable, um, <laughs> but let's do it. Uh, so yeah, this is great. This is absolute. This is so much fucking fun. This yeah. is such a fun fucking album. It's got bims. It's got swagger. It's got code switching and the old <laughs> musical styles all the way right through it. Yep. But like, like with all the best bands that have a lot in their arsenal mm. at no point was it one step too far for me and I'm including the bits where tracks close out with what we described as like French experimental hip hop yeah um, everything in here including the lyrics which at times are depending on which way you look at them either wholly tragic and on the level of like a broken shattered life to that's very funny he's just talking about pissing in his jacket and they work it all day <laughs> um so it depends it depends which way you look at that i yeah. chose to look at it with humor yes. um you might look at that and say that's not very nice and unhygienic <laughs> um 
so yeah, like, where to begin with this? I'll tell you what it reminded me of. Like, oh, let's just strip it down to brass tacks here. This mm. band seemed, in a lot of respects, as if you took um, the Callous Dowboys and removed every inch of Dillinger uh-huh. Uh, and jazzy discordant stuff and just left all the, the stuff that was more marketable mm-hmm. um, and then packaged it up with weird lyrics and that's kind of where you're sitting with here vocalist has a immensely catchy voice mm. and it sits somewhere between almost it's almost kind of like a Keith Buckley every time I die kind of raspy screamy tone that he's got mm-hmm. meets uh and I know people will get upset about this but there's nothing I can do it's just the way my ears hear things <laughs> and thus put them out there mm. but he reminded me a little bit of Frontman from 30 Seconds to Mars the actor dude whose name escapes me but has kind of screamy tonal stuff oh yeah kind of sim- yep kind of similar to that Um, but then he doesn't always do that there's a lot of cleans in there where the rasp cuts out Mm. and those tones are like really alt rock like super super commercial yeah Um, in the background you've got a mix of everything from kind of jangly guitars kind of punky almost kind of pop punky jumpy sections you've got a bit of that kind of rock stylings of a once again and every time I die minus the technicality um, so like more focused straight down the middle there are moments of kind of melancholic sort of not despair but kind of the way where like it, like moments that reminded me of a slightly more aggro uh, Smashing Pumpkins mm. like you know it's kind of almost like darkly whimsical um, but never without the humour which I think really kind of aids them Mm-hmm. Um, lyrically it is a ton of fun it's a big ball of nuisance and fun and for the best reasons and they're not like he clearly I didn't know there were a three piece I would have said a five piece just because of the sheer volume of different instruments that are used here specifically the keys that are used in the background I would have yeah. just assumed there was more of them but you saying that he's a multi-instrumentalist that kind of packs mm-hmm. so it makes sense um, they sound very full for a three piece you know what I mean? Yeah, I think the, a... the vocalist does guitars and the, the electronic type stuff as well. Yeah, it does. It sounds it sounds fuller the the, the, the overall sound. Um, so like with that happening as well, I think when those elements are utilised, whether it's on a track like Hypernormal or Medical Detectives, um, which are names of songs on this album, <laughs> um, those those bits really kind of open things up. And even the closing track, Beauty Silence, which is it's kind of bittersweet and sad as well, which is yeah. a, a theme through a couple of the albums we're going to be talking about um, in our, our bulk recording that we're doing. Um, it, it really fits the tone. I think their biggest ar- arsenal, their biggest like PowerPoint here, their biggest like through punch to the throat is how catchy the music is. Like yeah. every single track has a hook. Like yeah. even when there's not supposed to be a hook, even when they're going for something a bit more dry a bit darker mm-hmm. there's always a chorus that comes in which is there when the song finishes and you're still humming along to the melody um the lyrics are preposterous for the most part um which makes them memorable like you, you end up memorizing lyrics that are silly as yeah. well as the ones that really land with you i think that's a clever art yeah. especially yeah. when english isn't your first language like we talk about like bands like ramstein who when they do sing in english sing specifically provocative 
mm-hmm. lyrics. And the reason they sing particularly provocative lyrics is one, I imagine they're all deviants and perverts. Uh, but the second reason is people will remember lyrics like "You have a pussy and I have a dick." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's and like literally your homework's done. You know what I mean? Like, close the book, and they're the same. Like when the opening kicked in want you I was like this is cool it's got a bounce it's got a bit of jump and similar to another album we've talked about here when it finished I was kind of like alright like it's an interesting choice for Dave and then Laugh kicked in and I was smiling all the way through it it's such a fucking good track yeah. uplifts and pushes and from that point onwards it catapults you mm. hard right through the album and that's the one with the playful like kind of French hip hop. It's the only way I can describe it is if you've ever listened to French hip hop, which I have done. Uh, and that's what it kind of sounds like at the end. Mm. And there's no explanation as to why that's there. It's just like that's the end of the song. And I was like, okay, oh, um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think they're singing in French. But um, you know, it's it's got a really catchy. Everything's catchy here. And then from there, you're just catapulted through. So, like when I mention the Callous Dowboys, the track that always comes like to the forefront of my mind is their closing track, Star Baby. Um, mm. And it, like the end of that song is just this big, brash, bold, colourful, bright, catchy ending to what was up until that point a hugely bizarre album. Yeah. And it's like this album is that just distilled on an album. It's short, it's eight songs long, it's done within half an hour. It's about 27, 28 minutes long. Mm. It it does its business, it gets out, very memorable. Lastly, I'll say, love the production on this. It's like, it's got a grit, and it's got a bit of oomph behind it, it's not too polished. It does feel like there's kind of almost a kind of older feel to it and when I say older I'm not saying 80s or 70s or anything like that I mean kind of late 90s there's a kind of late 90s um, like grab you by the balls pull you through sort of feel good on it as well so yeah of all the albums you've sent me surprise surprise this is the one I've listened to the most (laughs) I think this is so much fun I would love to see these guys live Um, if this if this album was worse than their debut then their debut must be (laughs) fucking incredible um (laughs) Yeah, they have a fan in me straight nice. away. Like with no hard work or pushing at all, they have easily got me in. Yes, you called it, Dave. Yes, you know me quite well. I would like to think so. We've known each other twenty-two years. Uh, so yeah, like this is. It is. Ju- I. I was thinking about this. I. I wouldn't trust someone that disliked this album. <laughs> Like, I mean that. I would think there was something wrong with him. If you can't listen to this album and enjoy it, I'm giving you warnings right now. Shots across the bow, right? If you listen to this album mm. and it doesn't make you smile yeah. and you don't enjoy it and you don't just get like a, a bounce in your step, mm. then I think that you're dead inside. <laughs> so it's just so much fun. I'd like it. It's like, it's like, it's like trying to give back a puppy that you really like you've had for like 20 minutes that's your puppy now that's the law if you've had a puppy in your lap for 20 minutes it's your puppy if you've listened to Liotta Soul for 28 minutes (laughs) they're kind of your new favourite band so yeah yeah, I thought this was fucking great so um, I need to go and check this first album out now (laughs) Uh, like I'm so so happy I've been singing laugh about this house to the point that everyone no longer wants to speak to me (laughs) so yeah no one's laughing 
No oh, one is laughing. Uh, Dave, like, so you picked it for me. Mm. Was this a, like now you've seen how happy it made me? Yeah, that in turn will make you happy. But did the album make you happy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I'd, I'd, I'd listened to one of the tracks, um, I think I think had this been like just a kind of alt rock type album, yeah. I'd have been like, mm, maybe pass on this. Um, and this this does obviously have alt rock at its core yep. but this doesn't just sit within that genre and churn out a bunch of predictable alt rock tracks mm. um, this is definitely a bit more daring than that um, and I like that I like I like bands that are going to take a chance throw a bit of caution to the wind um, it's risky you know it, it might turn out completely disjointed but no risk no reward okay. this is what they say Dave this is what this they is what say <laughs> Um, I, I did re- I did really enjoy this. Um, nice. what, what I think they've they've done really well here is retain that alt rock sound, but experiment enough with other styles to give this an album um, a, a kind of diverse sound that keeps you engaged like throughout the album. Um, and they give you it in such a, a short space of time, as you say, it's like twenty eight minutes. Yeah. But I think the length really works on this album. Um, it's great from a, a listening point of view because. Let's face it. When it comes to alt rock, kind of heard it all done before. You know, the, around the while. So. Yeah, the standard formula has been done to death. But um, Leota Soul have given you this great kind of balance of styles, but also given each track its own personality as well. Um, you've got a little bit of kind of grunge meets kind of alt rock on the opener. Um, want you? Um, with a very, as you said, a very kind of nineties feel from from both genres, um, yeah. and it's the same with the next track. And you've got a bit of that kind of late nineties, kind of early two thousands, almost like kind of pop punk on on laugh. And um, it reminded be- me a weird, like there was a, a really obscure band in the UK called Ruben. Oh yeah, um, and laugh reminds me of Ruben. Yeah. Like, it really, really, really does. Like, to, to a way where I was like, like after listening to this, I, I was listening to Ruben, uh, which I haven't listened, I haven't listened to him in fucking years. Yeah. And their heyday was kind of late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So, yeah. I, like, they have, they've distilled that sound for sure. Definitely. The, um, and then I was like, totally hooked into that track. I was like, yeah, this is, this is awesome. This is a banger. And then the end comes along and it's like, <laughs> This kind of dream pop meets like as you say like kind of french kind of hip-hop and i was just like what is going on here like electronic drum loops and then yep. it's got this really like kind of synth laden kind of backdrop to it i was like and it's on for 30 seconds it's yeah. not it's not as if it's not like it's not like the end of fucking pollution by Limp Biscuit, where <laughs> yeah. there's a little bit of fucking mouth drumming uh, you know yeah. what i mean for like 10 seconds and feed <laughs> out no 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 this is a whole song that's been a whole 30 second music clip that's been recorded <laughs> and put on the end inexplicably yeah i mean it, it totally works, works. totally works <laughs> it totally fucking um works. They, they transition it perfectly it, it comes out of nowhere but it doesn't feel like tacked on to the end it's fused really well um but i like that they didn't just kind of drop that in and then like forget everything about it you know those yeah. the kind of dreamier parts and the kind of synth leads they, they do appear um throughout the album again you hear it on yeah. tracks like disgusting as well which has like a, a very 80s kind of synth driven groove to the verses yeah. but they hit you with this kind of big anthemic alternative chorus which really just mixes brilliantly um towards the end of the album was where um they start to show a bit more of a kind of serious side um yeah. as you said it's very kind of fun um, but then, as they as they kind of go through this, as they towards the end, I'm glad they didn't give us a, a whole album of of just that. 
Um, I like that they've, they've shown you that a little bit, you know, of another side. Um, especially, I think when they moved into uh, hyper normal, yep. I think you hear that kind of darker melody start to come in. Um, the the kind of guitar lead works a little bit more atmospheric, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like vocally it heard Sven go to a more kind of emotional place. Um, mm-hmm. You could hear there's a bit of kind of agony in his voice, um, but as as quick as they show you that kind of emotive kind of darker side, <laughs> it's like we're right on to medical detectives and they yeah. kind of pick you right back up, yeah, which yeah. is far more optimistic sounding. Still a bit of kind of angst in the vocals, but again, a different tone. Um, the vocals were really interesting to me. Um, He's got range, man. He's got yeah. like a really interesting range. He rem- that's what I'm talking about. Listening to him, I was picking out four or five different vocalists who he kind of yeah. sounds like, and but it, doesn't well, sound identical to. It's like he, yeah. but he manages to... Well, it's, the, it's not easy. There's a lot of singers who by default have a raspy mm-hmm. voice like mm-hmm. when they sing it's yeah. rasp because they're usually their main motive is they scream so when they transition over the voice retains that rasp he is the other way around he he has this really beautiful clean voice mm-hmm. that it just seems to have like a distortion pedal for that he can switch to yeah. just clicks it on and he hits it at that rasp but he doesn't lose any of the control mm. on yeah. the notes he still hits everything pitch perfect which is not an easy thing to yeah. do so, and what is more even more kind of mind blowing is I was like I wonder like what he sounded like on the last album was this like a you know similar type vocal so I went back and I was like the first the last album was called Hopper and I was listening to that album and I was like where's the like where is where's the kind of raspy the raspy tone I was like ah. I'm not hearing this at all on this album there's there's a definite push vocally on this album yep. um Vocal sounded good on the last album, but I feel like he's he's reaching into new places on, on worse, uh, both kind of stylistically and dynamically. Um, it, it tended to kind of stick in the middle a lot on the last album, yep. um, but this time he's given you kind of the sides around that, so giving you a kind of more kind of gentle, kind of delicate side, uh, like on the, like on the closing track, uh, Beauty Salons. But then he's also pushing this more kind of gritty side of his voice on like tracks like Star, and and that raspy side sounds unbelievably good like i couldn't understand why he wasn't doing it before um i think that part of his voice it makes the track sound even bigger in places um there's more of a kind of dynamic shift um and it's it's, it sounds more believable the impact is bigger um i think in general his melodies this time this time around are even stronger um the the hooks going a bit deeper Mm. um and i think he's he's found a, a nice sweet spot with the level of emotion you know without you know it doesn't go too far on it um, I found like there was times I thought if he pushed the emotion too far, it might even lead into like kind of emo type territory, yeah, but it, it never lets over. it get to, to that point. Um, yeah, I found this really easy to listen to. Um, it's, it's only 28 minutes, obviously, but <laughs> even if it was longer, I think it would still, you would still give this repeat plays. Like yeah. each track has something different. It doesn't become, um, you know, just the, the same track on, on loop. It's not predictable. Um, and it's got a bit of humour to it as well. I, th- I like the fact they don't take themselves too seriously. Um, and if you like, if you listen to the album, have a listen to like disgusting, and you'll hear exactly <laughs> what I mean lyrically. It's quite out, it's there, out but, there. Yeah, it's out there, but it's catchy. It's like uh, it's so catchy. You know, it's like um, another like uh, if you think of like the the presidents of the United States of America, that first album. Yes. It's a batshit crazy, but I could recite that album from start to finish, and yeah. it doesn't even make sense. 
yeah. but it's one of those albums that will stick in your head and this is kind of like that it's just a bit kind of weird and off the wall but again very memorable yeah. sometimes um, lyric like I, I i like i appreciate a good lyricist but yeah. sometimes it's just the melody like yeah. sometimes True. the melody is what's the the bit that you love and when you sit and spend a little bit of time thinking about what the lyrics actually mean a lot of times they don't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like as someone that used to write lyrics, I used to painstakingly spend a lot of time trying to write things that meant mm. stuff. Yeah. However, when we were in our band, arguably the most fun song we ever had to play was kind of co-written by us in a couple of seconds, and the lyrics meant nothing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it was it was a catchy, upbeat, bouncy yeah. song, and sometimes that's all you need. So mm. you can afford to be a bit more creative and a bit more off the wall with it and it certainly benefits mm. certainly yep. but i would love to hear people singing disgusting back at <laughs> yeah. just the same yeah. way when we saw steak recently yeah and they they started singing the song about the banana yeah <laughs> and just seeing everyone in the crowd like singing about banana but like you're just like what the fuck are we doing here just sometimes it's sometimes it works yeah yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this. Um, it's it's nostalgic in a way, yep. um, but it's got enough enough freshness to keep you engaged throughout the album. Yeah, fun album, definitely. Um, okay, so scores. What are we thinking? What would we rate um, this new album for We Got a Soul? What, what did you score uh, worse? I gave it a four. I think this is absolutely fucking great. I, yep. I like. I will once again, like many other albums this year, I will be playing this a lot towards mm. the end of the year. And the next year, I, I honestly, and I genuinely mean it, if you don't like this album, I honestly don't know what's going on <laughs> in your life. I don't know. You might have to bring the bear into the room and you might have to point the bear and see where you were like touched. <laughs> like, I, I just don't understand how anyone couldn't have a good time with this album. Yeah. It just... And clearly they are like that that press statement. So why I don't like reading press statements. Um that press statement, like you can they're in on the joke. They understand what they're doing. Mm. And it turns out they can back it up. They can back up every step of the way. Uh yeah, I I thoroughly fucking enjoyed this album. Uh they, they're on the radar and hopefully I see this a lot these days, hopefully they get over here. I would fucking love to see these guys live. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I would totally agree. Yeah, 4 out of 5 for me as well. Um, really enjoyed this. Um, and yeah, I agree. I think there's there's something for everyone on this. There's definitely um, tons of hooks. Um, and there's a lot, of, a lot of personality on this as well, which is which is really important. Um, so, 4 out of 5 for me. Um, the album drops on the 25th of November on Crod, K-R-O-D Records. Um, let us know what you think. I'll put some links below to the Trod band. Or K Rod, because K Rod now sounds like an American station that you get somewhere in the desert somewhere. <laughs> You're listening to K Rod <laughs> on the midnight hour. Coming up, we have Liotta Soul. <laughs> See, uh, it writes itself it does, yeah. and disgusting. Um, <laughs> there we go. See, uh, links below to the band. Uh, any pre-orders for the album? Check it out. Um, let us know what you think. Stick some comments in below. That is the review. Thank you for checking it out. We'll be back with another review very soon, but until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. Why do you